everyone. Welcome to The Funnel, an experience-driven commerce podcast. I'm Shannon Abel, Media Marketing Specialist at Blue Acorn ICI and host. Each episode, I interview customer experience experts to discuss the latest trends and topics that matter most to brand and retail professionals. Today, we have with us Amy Sutton, VP of Client Experience, and Claire Rappaport, Chief Client Officer at Blue Acorn ICI. Welcome, ladies. Hey, Shannon. Thanks for hey, joining. Shannon. Before we hop in, can you just give a brief background on yourself? Sure. Go ahead, Amy. Okay, great. So my name is Amy Sutton. I'm the VP of Client Experience here at Blue Acorn ICI. I've been with the company for about five and a half years. Um, this is my first podcast, so I'm very excited. It's going to be a good time today. As the VP of Client Experience, my main responsibility is to ensure our clients are having the best experience possible and gaining value out of our partnership. So I'm so excited about the topic today regarding holiday readiness. This is something that I've been working with all of our clients on to make sure that they are prepared for this holiday season. Awesome. Thanks, Amy. Uh, and I'm Claire Rappaport. I'm Chief Client Officer at Blue Acorn ICI. I've been with the company for just over two years, uh, having spent my entire career in the marketing and branding agency space. And so I bring over 25 years of client service experience to the technology space, which is really interesting. And um, so my key responsibilities are driving a really great experience for our clients and in turn their customers. And we've built out a unique sort of playbook for partnering with our clients in growth. And so this initiative around uh, holiday readiness uh, is really to, you know, go out proactively, partner with our clients and ensure that uh, they're set up this year for, you know, what we're all anticipating is going to be a holiday season like no other. Exactly. Great. Thanks, guys. So just hopping right in, how will the pandemic affect the holiday season this year? Um, so I'll jump in there, Shannon. You know, I think the most interesting and exciting thing about this holiday season is that we don't really know. What we do know is that we saw an incredible spike and growth in e-commerce during Q2, driven obviously primarily by COVID-19 and the impact that that had on consumers wanting to or even being able to step out of their homes and go to stores to even get their most essential needs taken care of. So what we are anticipating is that we are going to see this holiday season continue to be compounded by the impact of COVID-19. You know, we're seeing trends out there that suggest that there's not going to be, you know, this big focus on in-store events. There's going to be consumer fear in being involved in huge crowds in shopping events. Uh, and therefore, what we're anticipating is that we're going to see a much longer online shopping experience this year with many more smaller Cyber Monday type events taking place. We're seeing 
traffic that is already at a heightened sort of level due to COVID-19 and behaviors around shopping changing. Um, and so we are anticipating that a lot of those behaviors are gonna stick. You know, some categories that really lagged from an online shopping experience like food have seen a complete pivot in that business with shop online, either pick up curbside or delivery to home. And, and we're noticing that these behaviors are going to stick. It's become very convenient for a mom or a dad or a young person who is now working from home to have the convenience of delivery. Uh, and we don't anticipate that we're going to see a complete pivot back to people relying on weekly shopping trips. So I think the headline here is that online retailers are really going to need to replicate that in-store shopping experience to take friction out of those transactions. You know, we've seen a couple of really interesting examples, some in the fashion space where we're seeing a, a change in the experience, an overt change, concierge type experiences being brought to the online experience to help shoppers understand sizing, really understand and be able to experience what the materials are, what the textures are. And that's challenging and it takes a lot of strategic planning and thought and proactivity to be able to bring that same experience online. So we're really wanting to help our clients provide and replicate the joy of the holiday shopping season by enhancing the online shopping and digital space. And would you say that because there's not this large focus on Black Friday anymore, that there's going shoppers will start shopping earlier online? Yeah, I think that what we're already seeing is brands take advantage of the traffic that you know has been generated as a result of COVID nineteen and and shifts uh, in online behaviors, and we're already starting to see and encourage our clients to you know, start testing different thoughts and ideas, promotional tactics, and, and really challenge their shoppers to engage with them online and, and really take advantage of you know, a different level of content and education to set their shoppers up for preparedness uh, this holiday season. So not just focusing on acquiring think- new customers, but also focusing on retaining those customers that they've been shopping with recently online and making sure that they're fostering that loyalty. Yeah. Right. And, and also staying engaged for a longer period of time. It's something that I was thinking about the other day that I think is super interesting is that last year, the promos started super early. Like I, I remember October timeframe, just re, re, uh, receiving a ton of promo emails and just thinking, gosh, like we're, we're getting started early this year. And it was because there were not as many weeks between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And so this year it's going to be, it's going to start even earlier because of the coronavirus and because, you know, these brands have so much more to make up online. So we kind of keep talking about this internally. It's really going to be more of a marathon this year rather than a sprint, just focusing on Black Friday or Cyber Monday. 
Exactly. So what are some of the things brands can do to prepare for this influx in online sales and traffic? So we've built out a holiday readiness guide to help brands prepare for this holiday season. You can download the guide at the Blue Acorn ICI blog. But today I want to give a sneak peek of some of those tips in the guide centered around three areas. And those three areas are performance and foundational elements for preparing for peak traffic, customer experience, and marketing. So let's start with performance preparedness. This is a foundational element in preparing for peak traffic. And our first tip is to improve page load time with performance tuning. So this can be achieved through a basic front-end audit of the most visited pages on your site. So things like homepage or product listing page, cart, checkout. And this is super important because the first thing a customer will notice when visiting your store is the page speed. So we don't want them losing interest or worse, going somewhere else to make that purchase. Uh, and this is really a foundational element that brands need to keep in mind all year long, but it's especially important when preparing for that increased level of traffic during holiday. And then the next tip that I want to focus on is around load testing. So while performance tuning analyzes your page performance, load testing determines if your e-commerce store can handle the expected holiday traffic. During a load test, we're going to replicate a massive influx of traffic visiting your site, things like adding items to cart and checking out, for example. You're going to learn how many checkouts per minute your site can handle with your current architecture and if any tweaks are needed based on those results. Ultimately, the goal here is to ensure your site can handle those expected peak levels of traffic. Yeah, there's nothing worse than when you're ready to hit that add to cart button or checkout button and the site just really cannot keep up with you. Yeah, absolutely. That happened to me the other day. I was shopping and it's a sale that had just gone live. It was a scarcity product where, you know, only a limited amount of product was available. And so the, the checkout just could not keep up. And so it was one of those situations where it was stuck on the, the checkout page and I wasn't sure if the order went through or if it didn't and, you know, ended up getting that order success email that was comforting, but it was just like that point of, I don't know if my order went through or not. So we want to definitely cut down on that ambiguity and uncertainty when shoppers are on your site. The last foundational element that I want to focus on is fraud prevention. So when online shopping increases, research has shown that fraud can increase by up to 24%. So we need to ensure that brands have a fraud protection strategy in place. So not only is this really important to protect yourself as the brand, but most importantly to protect your customer and make them feel safe as they are completing transactions on your site. I've got a great example of how important it is to have a fraud strategy in place. And at Blue Acorn ICI, we believe that having a fraud technology in place is really important, but also layering on the human aspect. So we have a team of folks who are actually partnering up with our clients on fraud. And oftentimes they are um, helping our clients 
avoid leaving money on the table. A really good example of this is we work with a client who is a baby food manufacturer. They're very conservative. The integrity of their product is obviously very important to them. And an example of where a fraud technology may flag an order that is actually legitimate is something like this. So you may have an order that is from a port city. So the fraud technology may flag that order as, wow, heightened levels of um, product are being ordered and that fraud technology may flag that because not only are the quantities uh, above what the level has been set at, but it's also near a port city and that product could in fact be um, put on a ship and then the client has no idea where that product is going. When you layer on the human aspect, we go a level deeper and we will look at the address of the uh, entity ordering. And in this case, we actually find out that it's a daycare center and they actually are wanting to order quantities of baby food and formula in bulk to take care of the children that are at their daycare center. And in this case, this order could be, you know, potentially added revenue that otherwise would have been flagged by a fraud technology because a human did a bit more digging and uncovered this opportunity. And in the case of this client, we actually then raised up the opportunity that they do a B2B portal on their direct-to-consumer site. So an insight from this fraud example led to another business opportunity for this client. I'm sure too, once the pandemic started, all these new online shopping behaviors started that a system may not catch on that, oh, there's a pandemic going on, there's all these new behaviors, but a person will be able to say, oh, there's a pandemic going on, people might be stocking up on items that they wouldn't have before, and could catch things like that. Absolutely, absolutely, and, and ordering in different quantities that they may have in the past, uh, absolutely. All right. Well, that rounds out our performance and foundational elements to prepare for peak. And now we're going to pivot and talk about the customer experience. So one of the best ways you can emulate the in-store experience online, which is a lot of what we're talking about today, is through personalized promotions and product recommendations. So in-store, you have a store associate providing those recommendations in real time. And online, we have to work to learn those customer preferences and then use data to show them products that they would be most interested in or promotions based on their loyalty to the brand, for example. So this personalized approach provides a more enjoyable shopping experience that can help increase your conversion rate and average order value. And to take this even further, one way would be A-B testing is personalized messaging, really using data to hone in and refine that personalized approach. Yeah, definitely. And something new this year that we're offering our clients that I'm super excited about is an A-B testing accelerator. So some of our clients have never participated in A-B testing before, and this is a really great way to get started. It's quick to spin up, and we recommend focusing on tests that remove friction on the past purchase. And it really is the perfect time to test just to make sure that you have enough traffic to make those tests meaningful. Moving on probably to my favorite tip in the customer experience section is 
implementing feature functionality on your site to help improve that customer experience. So something really huge this year is going to be buy online, pick up in store, or curbside pickup. Most apparently, uh, this is going to provide a safe way for our customers to shop, which is really important. But also, I wanted to talk about how USPS, FedEx, and UPS are all raising prices again this year and applying those holiday surcharges on orders. And so basically, retailers can choose whether they want to pass that cost over to the customer or eat the cost themselves. So if they're passing to the customer, they can increase their product prices or choose to raise those shipping fees. Um, but there is a loophole. So store deliveries are not subjected to that residential fee. The retailers can promote that buy online pickup in store experience to get around this. And it's really a win-win situation for both the customer and the retailer. I think I read that over 80% of consumers are actually they're going to make an additional purchase when they go to pick up their package in source. They're not only increasing online revenue, but also in-store revenue. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like when you're checking out at the grocery and, you know, you've got your candy bars and you went in for that one thing, but you know, that candy bar is just really calling your name or Lara bar or whatever it is, what type of bar you're into. <laughs> but yeah, just kind of that extra increasing that average order value, which is, which is great. So a couple other features that I wanted to talk about, buy now, pay later. This has been around for a while, but definitely gaining in popularity and will be important to have, assuming that it's on brand to have on your website, just to give shoppers that extra option if they choose to pay over time. And then lastly is COVID FAQ. So I love when I visit a brand page and they are organized and upfront about those changes to their business due to COVID. Um, and one of my favorite online retailers has a dedicated space on their website where they're not only sharing COVID updates to their business, like possible shipping delays, for example, but they're also sharing that new functionality. So for example, like a virtual shopping assistant which you know I've seen on a few few sites that's new to me so I want to know I want the brand to be able to highlight that and tell me hey you know we know this is a challenging and different time we're now offering you a virtual shopping assistant that you can literally FaceTime and they can really talk about the materials and um, help you ensure that you're making the right purchase yeah um, so I thought that was really really unique yeah yeah go I, ahead Sarah. I would just add that we're seeing an increase in inquiries about chat when it comes to customer service and just other ways to interact with the brand, even post-purchase, that brings in that experience and that more concierge feel. So brands that have customer service in place where they're taking phone calls and responding to emails, a lot of luxury brands offer chatbot and virtual assistants even after the purchase has been made, which we're seeing is another really great way to enhance that shopping experience. You also see brands being a lot more transparent about what happens to the items after returns. Do they have messaging on their websites saying how, is there any kind of cleaning process or anything like that? You know, that's a great point, Shannon. I think that there was a beauty retailer 
who was recently talking about those types of returns. And when COVID hit, it was like very unknown. Like, what do we do with this return product? And back a few months ago, we really, I think, you know, the news was saying that touching products or touching something else, you could contract COVID that way. And so brands were really having to hold on to inventory that was returned because it simply wasn't known if, if it was safe or not. So definitely an interesting challenge that, that brands have had to navigate. Awesome. So that rounds out our customer experience section. And lastly, I wanted to focus on marketing. So we have an entire performance marketing checklist in our holiday readiness guide. So I'd love for all of our listeners to, again, download the guide, check out that checklist, but wanted to give a sneak peek into two of my favorite tips. So one of the best tips, I think, is taking advantage of free product listings on Google Shopping. And this is something that Google announced earlier this year. And so for shoppers, this really means more products from more stores discoverable through the Google Shopping tab, which I'm personally really excited about because sometimes when I'm shopping, I don't know exactly what I am looking for. So I type it into Google and then I go to that shopping tab. So for me, it's a great benefit because there's going to be more options to choose from in that shopping tab. And then if we think about retailers, this simply means that you can make your products discoverable in Google Shopping for free. And free is good, especially during this uncertain time. My last tip is to ensure you have a holiday plan that's shared with your e-com, marketing, IT departments, and also your e-commerce agency. So just thinking about things like what promotions are going out on what day and at what time, Expected levels of traffic, ensuring that you have inventory levels secured, things like that. And this might sound super basic, but there's so many departments involved with making holiday a success and communication between those departments is really key. Yeah, I agree, Amy. I think that one of these sort of unsaid tips here is all around communication cross-department communication, as well as with the partners that you work with so that everybody can be ahead of potential issues that could disrupt sites and have an impact on revenue. I think it goes all the way back to that planning phase where you are doing some of the audits and testing, being ready for this unprecedented holiday season, and then really ensuring and taking advantage of the time that we have to get some of those features and functionality up on the site because consumers have a different level of expectation. Um, and COVID has driven so many changes in behavior that we need to be ready and prepared for customers to shop sites. And then when it comes to marketing, ensure that all departments and partners know what your plans are so that everybody can be in sync so that when an order does hit your site, everything goes smoothly up until the potential of a return where safety is now a concern and, and just, you know, the ability to close the loop properly with your shoppers so that their experience is a really positive one. 
Well, like Hila said, this holiday season isn't going to look like any other, but it's still a really exciting time for both brands and consumers. You know, those holiday shoppers are looking for the perfect presents, but in an environment they feel most comfortable in. So I think by planning ahead and you know listening to resources like this, brands can really prepare their technology stack, marketing strategy, security, promotions to really provide that frictionless, convenient experience to attract and retain shoppers. So thanks guys. I really appreciate you hopping on and giving your advice and insights. This is great. Of course. Thanks so much. Like Amy said, you can find our 2020 holiday readiness guide on the blog at blueacornici.com. And for all of the funnels episodes, you can find them pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. But until next time. Bye.